Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Father Simon O'Connor. And many, many years ago, he and his mother and father and brother would come to the United States and stay at different places. And their story goes to them saying that they would try different places for Mass. And they were mostly disappointed, according to them. And so he started just doing Masses in the hotel rooms. When they stayed in Scottsdale, he had to leave back early and left his uh, family behind. And so they happened to come to St. Patrick. And his brother told him, he said, I think you would really like this parish. And Simon goes, I doubt it. So the following year, I guess he shows up. And this guy, he shows up with an album stole and said he would like to celebrate the Mass with us at St. Patrick. I didn't know who he was. So I just said, sure, just stand over there and don't do anything. And just in case he wasn't a real priest. And so he, after Mass, he kind of took off. We looked him up on the Internet and found out he really was a priest. Had his, his mug uh, shot on the... Uh, on the uh, parish site there, so we knew he was there. So the following year, he shows up and said, okay, great, you know, and we talked briefly, and then he took off afterwards again. I thought, wow, that's interesting. Finally, the third year, I guess this guy really likes coming here. So I said, let's go to lunch. I kind of grabbed him after Mass, and let's go. And so as we uh, entered into the conversation, we both found out we had a lot in agreement. We kind of thought, wow, we think alike, and there's a lot of things we really uh, see common things, and we even kind of speak the same kind of way in terms of the language and our faith and our belief in God. So our relationship kind of grew from there, and it's been many, many, many years, but also in relationship, we've had differences. So we don't always see eye to eye. We think a little bit differently, and we have different mindset, but we've learned to put those differences behind so that the relationship still grows, there's still the friendship, and we learn from one another. And today's readings really talk about the need for us in relationships, how to learn to set aside differences that we have so that God's grace and good things happen in loving relationships with people we have difficulty with. In today's first reading from the book of Kings, it deals with a Syrian general named Nahum. And they are enemies of Israel. And so he develops a skin disease. And in the course of that, they kind of take over um, this place in Israel. And they take people captive, including this young girl. And being a slave then, and kind of being under their ownership there for Assyria, he, she suggests to him, you can go to Israel and be healed. Why is it that a young girl who's being held captive, why would she have concern for Nahum? The king of Syria and the king of Israel are enemies. And by some miraculous way, they decided to put their differences aside so that Nahum could go into Jerusalem and be healed. Why would they care? Why would they let out their sides of differences in order to let this general go in and be healed of his skin condition? When Elisha, the prophet, tells them, okay, you got to go into the river Jordan and bathe in there, then you'll be able to be healed. He balked. He didn't want to go. He's used to giving orders, not being told what to do. And it wasn't until his servants, his personal servants, urged him that Naaman finally decided to go in and was healed of his skin condition. 
Why would the servants care about their master? Each time they lay aside differences for the benefit of others. We see that in today's gospel. The Jews and the Samaritans can't stand one another. And some of the argument is based on the religious principle that the temple, the true temple, is in Jerusalem. And for the Samaritans, no, it's not. It's on another mountain. And so literally there is intense hatred for each other. And it's amazing that this Samaritan hangs out with nine other people that are lepers. We don't know if they're, we can assume that they're all part of Israel there. But they encounter Jesus and call out for healing. And Jesus doesn't say, you're healed, or touches them. He just says, go on your way, show yourself to the priest, and you're going to be healed. The only one who came back to glorify God, to pay homage to Jesus, and to thank him, was a foreigner, the enemy of Israel. What risk he must have took to say, will this Jew heal me? And evidently, Jesus said, yes, differences in religions will not get in the way. And he is the only one that comes back to say yes, a foreigner, people that we're taught not to trust or even love. Here's what the Gospels and the readings ask each of us today in our relationships. We are called to lay aside differences that come in every relationship. And it's not an easy thing to do. And yet, when we gather, when we're called to gather, that's what God desires of all his people here. The miracle of the Mass is not just that the body and blood of Christ are made present through bread and wine. The real miracle is that each of us lay down our differences and all say amen. In spite of our differences and conflict and disagreement in this room right now, all of us will be open to receiving grace. Not one person will get more than the other. God will shine and bless and give grace to every person here today, despite differences. And the Catholic faith of the Mass is one of the last few places in the world that people can gather and disagree and be in strong conflict and still be united by the body and blood of Christ. That's why it's really sad that a lot of Catholics don't get that. And they don't understand that in their faith because they make the Mass about things that are really secondary. And the beauty is that today, when I watch you all come up to communion, because I love doing it, that you all think differently. You all have different viewpoints of life, different values. You see life differently. You have strong opinions on things, some worldly things and some spiritual things. And yet somehow you're able to lay down those differences and allow God to work through. That's the miracle of the Mass. And it's because of God's grace. And so there are times when you and I will be stubborn or full of pride, or maybe the relationship is just so toxic, it's hard, because that does happen, that we block the grace of God and will not love neighbor because we've made certain things non-negotiable. 
and we will not let go of differences to allow. Think about that slave girl being held captive. Why would she care for a general? God knows what he would do in the end to her. And yet, she put that aside to say, you can be healed. Why would the kings, men of power, why would they care for that? They are sworn enemies. Why would they say out of the goodness for Nahum, who now will believe in God because of his healing, why would they say yes? It makes no sense. And why would his servants, did he treat them well? We don't know. But they urged him, go, trust, get into the river. Maybe it'll work. Maybe you'll be healed. And that's our call today. So I think we can all think of people that we have serious difficulties with and differences. Are you willing to look at one relationship this week? Choose the one you think that you've had difficulties with, that you just think differently, that you just don't see eye to eye, and that we don't even respect them because many times our pride gets in the way and say, how can you call yourself a friend, a good person, a Catholic, a true American, if you think that way? And that's what's being modeled to our young people. And it won't go away. You can trust your children and grandchildren will be exactly what's being modeled to them. We hate you. We're going to go on social media and we're going to attack you and say awful words. We won't look at you at church. We won't associate with you because we've determined you're the enemy or you cannot be respected or there's no respect on how you can think that way. My friends, that's not Christ. And the future of the church and the future of our country and the world depends on you and I gathering at Eucharist. I'm going to be watching you coming up for communion. And some of you I've had disagreements with, and you've had disagreements with me, and you know what? I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're coming up for communion because I will not be an obstacle to God loving you, even if I can't stand you or you can't stand me. That happens. It's not a sin to not like people, but it is a sin if we won't love our neighbor. Who needs it this week? Maybe a co-worker, a family member. Maybe how about praying for someone in church that you're having a difficult time accept? You don't like their value system or their decisions they've made or what they're doing with their life. Can you be like today's readings and put aside those differences so that the grace of God will work and overcome our pride, our stubbornness, our unwillingness to love neighbor? I ask you to pray and think about it this week. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 